you know God by going out into the world? Will you know God by taking a stroll through beautiful, lush, green forests? Maybe not right now. Everything's kind of wet and soggy. Will you know God by going out on your boat? Enjoying the peaceful stillness of the water, just you and nature. Are you going to come to know God that way? The Bible does say that you will learn something about God by doing those things. The 19th Psalm says for us, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Their voice goes out into all the world. You will learn something about God by being out in the world that he created. You will learn by contemplating the variety of living things that God is intelligent, that he's wise to knit all of this together. You would learn by contemplating the height and the depths of creation, of the power of God. And these are things that God intends for you to come to understand through his creation. But there's a limitation to what you can know about God from that creation. It's the same limitation you would run into if you decided to just stand in front of the the Mona Lisa, the Last Supper, and try and get to know Da Vinci by doing that. You wouldn't get to know Da Vinci. You'd maybe get to know a little bit about him. You would see his incredible artistic gifts on display, his mastery of his craft, but you wouldn't get to know Da Vinci. That way you'd know those things about him. And in the same way, you're not going to get to know God by seeing what it is that he has made. You might learn a couple of things about him. So maybe you'll try and know God another way. Maybe you're going to know God through personal, direct experience. Maybe God is going to speak to you, show himself to you, whether that's in a vision or in a dream or in some kind of subtle nudge or hint or just a ghost of a thought that later you look back on and you think, wow, that just, that just had to be God. But is God promising to make himself known in that way to you? Does God make that promise that he's going to speak to you in that personal, direct way? And even if he would, we run into another limitation there. If you're going to try and get to know God through miracles that you think you see in your life, if you're going to try and get to know God through times where you feel like he's really speaking to you, like there was something there, are you going to get to know God through the moments when he's quiet? absent. To be intellectually honest about it, if you want to get to know God through miracles, through direct experience of him, you have to accept that you're also getting to know God when he's not talking to you, when he's absent. If you think that you're going to get to know God through the miracle of a healing of a loved one, you have to accept that you're also saying, I'm going to get to know God through the death of a loved one. You have to accept that you're saying, I'm going to get to know God 
Not only when I'm blessed, but when I'm hurting, when I'm cursed, when I, I can't figure out what God is doing. Job says this after losing his children, his house, his wealth. He says this to his wife, Shall we accept good from God and not evil? Job realizes that we do know God is at work at all times, regardless of what's happening in our life. But the problem there is what do we learn about God when we're trying to get to know him through our own personal experiences? If we're just trying to get to know God through our own personal experiences, we get to know this God who seems capricious, arbitrary. We get to know this God who at one time seems to love us, to care for us, to love our families, to care for our families, and at another moment seems to hate us, to hate us, to hate our families, to not want anything good to come to us. If we want to get to know God through these personal direct experiences, these revelations to us personally. And sometimes we have to wrestle with this God who at times rewards those who do evil, curses those who do good, and then at other times seems to do what's right in our eyes. How will we know God? The Apostle Paul has some words for us. In our second reading, he talked about creation, and he talked about knowing God. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. What Paul says there is, the God who created is going to make himself known. What Paul says there is, the God who created is going to make himself known to you personally. But what Paul does not say here is that God's going to tell you all about himself through creation. What Paul does not say here is that God's going to tell, himself, tell you all about himself through this personal, direct revelation. If that second way was how God really wanted to make himself known to us through our experiences in life, through the things that actually happen to us day to day, how would we ever know that we understood him correctly? And again, we'd be left with this picture of this schizophrenic God. This God who takes life and gives life seemingly on whims, arbitrarily. Likewise, if we tried to get to know God through creation we would see this schizophrenic, arbitrary God. Because walking through creation and looking out into the world is not always a beautiful thing. Right? Sometimes you can go out on your boat and contemplate the stillness of the sea, the vastness of the universe. And sometimes you don't dare get in the boat because a hurricane's raging ashore. What do you think of God then? Sometimes you want to take a stroll through a forest in the summertime when everything is green and beautiful. And sometimes in the summertime, everything is roaring and blazing on fire because a wildfire is ripping through. What do you think about God then? But what Paul says is not that God is going to make himself known to you through the things that personally, directly reveal themselves to your heart. No, God does not intend to reveal himself to you 
in his fullness through creation. Here's what Paul tells us. The light of the gospel displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. What we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord. The only really reliable and complete way to know God, and this is by his design, is through his word. How will you know God? The book of John gives us that answer through these words, through the word. And over the next five months, we're going to work our way through all of John and see this goal that John has for his work here borne out. We're going to come to know God because he's going to make himself known to us. Our gospel reading today, the first five verses of that book tell us how. Let me read those again for you. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. God's Word made everything. If we want to understand the world around us, we have to understand God's Word. God made us through His Word. If we want to understand ourselves, we have to understand God's Word. Because by nature, we don't even understand ourselves. We are born not understanding that we are as good as dead. We are born not understanding our disconnection from God. Born not understanding our own brokenness. Born in darkness, as darkness, of darkness unable to understand the light that is the word of God. But God's word is not just a book lying there, which we can all argue over and speculate upon, but never really come to understand. God's word is a person person who was with God in the beginning and indeed is God. A person whose birth we celebrated just recently at Christmas. The Word is a person whom John knew. And as we get into reading John's Gospel this year, we're not reading this dry and dusty academic treatise about theology. We're reading the words of a man who's telling us about his best friend his greatest and truest friend, his Savior. John is writing to us so that we can know this person whom John knew, this person who is God revealed. John is writing so that we can know God because John knew God, because John knew the Word. John knew Jesus. And that's how we're going to know God, friends. Not by the things that we experience day to day. Because if 2021 and 2020 were any indicator of it, we're going to know a very angry God at the end of this year too. Right? Do you remember how optimistic so many of us were in 2020? Wow. 2020 vision, right? That's what we were all saying. And then maybe in January last year, you were feeling the same kind of optimism. Do we really think that because the calendar flipped over once more, things are going to be all that different? Look, 
maybe the pandemic is finally going to fade a little bit this year, right? Maybe politics will finally cool off for a little while. Or maybe these last two years were meant to do nothing more than to teach us that this world is broken off from God. That we need this word, we need this disclosure of God, this revelation of who he is to bring us back into relationship with him. Maybe these last two years have been meant not for us to keep trying to look at this world to see if it's going to suddenly start creating its own light, this world of darkness, of death, of sin, because none of that is going to change in 2022, right? Even if the pandemic cools off, even if politics cool off, do you expect to see an end to death, to suffering, to sadness in 2022? I sure don't. But what I know is that God is going to show himself to us in 2022 as he's been doing from day one of this universe's existence. He's going to show himself to us through his word. Look to that word for light, friends. Look to that word for comfort and assurance. Look to God's word and you will come to know God. You will know Jesus. John 20, verse 31. These words are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Amen.